Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Books to Gaze. Today, it's just Sam and me. Woo-hoo! Sam and hey I. guys. Sam and I. It's just no, me. Sam and me. It's just me. I ha- every time I do that in my head, I have to like. It's just me and Sam. I have to do the separate sentence to make sure the, you know how if they're like, it's just Sam and me, they're like, it's just <laughs> Sam. It's just me. It's just, then you know which one is right. Oh, yeah. Totally, totally. That's like the people who still hold up the L's for right and left. That's how my brain works. Okay, I have a confession. Um, you don't know your I, directions? I don't know my right from my left. <laughs> really? Is that your confession? Yeah. <laughs> Without using your hands? No, I, even using my hands, I'm like, I don't know where we're going. Well, are you right-handed or left-handed? I'm left-handed, but like <gasps> sometimes it's hard. Are you, so funny thing is almost everyone of my close friends are left-handed. Um, I think that's fate, just so we're clear. Like it's fate. We're meant to be best friends. It yeah. must be because Dom is left-handed, Tab is <laughs> left-handed. There's someone else I know that's left-handed, but now I'm forgetting. But like now you're in, okay. I've never known this many lefties in my life. It makes me so happy that me and Dom are both left-handed. You are. I wonder what this, like, you know, secretly means about all of you guys. Um, I th- I've always heard that it meant that I was very artistic, but I feel like that's a lie. <laughs> you might be, though, because Tab and Dom are. So are you? Can I, you draw, paint? No, paint? I am the worst. I am not artistic in the slightest. Well, like, I musically? Mean, are you musical? No. Okay. I cannot carry a tune in a bucket. Are you a good writer? You're a good writer. That's a form of art. I mean, I'm an okay writer. I wish I was a better writer. I think Well, thank you. In college, I had a professor be like, you will never be a writer. So, I know. Professor Kirk, if you're hearing this, fuck you, man. Yeah. Just kidding. Turn off this podcast. (laughs) You don't belong here. This is not for you, Professor Kirk. I'm gatekeeping you from this goddamn show. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, this is going to be such a fun episode. I cannot wait. It has been a really long time before we didn't have to, like, have a, a sheet of things to follow and, like, a schedule. and Right. I miss just, like, Me too. I feel like we should do this, like, at least once a month where it's just me and you. We're vibing. We're living yeah. our best life. Okay, so speaking of, I am Sam, and my pronouns are she and her. Right, and I'm Alex, and my pronouns are she and her. And I am wondering how many of our regular listeners know our voices by now. Like, can they tell us apart? Ooh, I think so. I think we have very different voices. Um, and we have very different tones. Like, yeah. yours is very therapeutic. <laughs> it's not monotone. I don't have a lot of inflection. I have a very, like, <laughs> voice. It gets worse when I'm tired. It's a very um, blah voice. I feel like I sound like a little girl. Like you are definitely <laughs> higher pitched You're, and more giggly, so it's pretty easy. Yeah, we're definitely, you can definitely tell. Also, okay. I will say really quickly that I think people in my life recognize you because you have like a good like four or five catchphrases that are just like signature Sam catchphrases. Really? Yeah, what are but catchphrases? I'm not going to tell you. I want the people who listen to this to <laughs> to message us some of like Sam's token catchphrases that she says every podcast. Because um, I don't think I have any. I don't think I ever say, I think I say like, mm-hmm a lot. But <laughs> you have a good like three or four that you like, just, it just, really? you use them. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know this about myself. Yeah, I think everyone will start to guess and I I just want to know if other people know I'm gonna put up a question box when this episode 
goes I'm live. Ready. And I'm going to don't look at the Instagram on Wednesday because I want it to be a surprise to you. Surprise. Oh, Alex, what's giving you life this week? Um, oh, um, actually, this was a pretty easy week. I took Tuesday off from work because um, my one of my dogs had to go to the vet for like their annual vet visit. So I was like, you know what? I'm just taking the whole day because I have like almost 300 sick hours and I need to start oh, yeah. using them. So I was off Tuesday and then Thursday I only worked in the morning and then I like snuck home and worked from home. Oh, that's so amazing. It felt like a short week. I spent a lot of time outside because it's finally 70s in oh, Florida. This is the best weather right now. Yeah, I forget how much I miss it. And I like really come alive when I can sit outside and not sweat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which yes. only happens very rarely. So I'm enjoying it this week before it goes away. And you know it's going away because it's fake fall. I know. It won't probably be cold again until December and then it not again until January. I was telling my friend this today. Um, they were talking about, like, how good it feels and, like, how, um, like, fall finally came. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, we're not stuck here. Like, we're not staying here. Don't get comfortable. Like, nope. embrace it. But, like, this is not where we're at. We yeah. will go back to 95 next week. But for yeah. now, like, embrace this weather. Wear all the fall stuff. Bring out your boots. Like, you have to get up one. early too to enjoy it because it's the best in the morning. Yes. And I feel like a lot of people miss that. Like Dom has been sleep he sleeps until like one or two and then he's like, Oh, it's really nice today. I was like, You don't even know how nice it is because you <laughs> missed the nicest part. <laughs> Poor Dom. I know. Sweet I baby. Love him. Sorry, Dom. I feel like I always he's like my in real life Megan where I throw him under the bus, but I love him so much. So We love him so much. So sorry. Um, what's giving you I- Hmm. I would say this weather has really given me life. Like I have brought out some like good stuff. Um, I pulled out, listen, I've decided I'm a jogger person now. No, I do not jog. I was like, wait, you don't mean running, right? (laughs) (laughs) I love jogger sweatpants. And like you pair that with a denim shirt and a a cute pair of like shoes. You can wear that to work. And I've been living it, and I'm just like, hell yes, welcome to my life. And it's so comfy to not have, like, a zipper and a button that's, like, squeezing your insides. Like, people shouldn't design clothes like that. I should not have to, like, squeeze into my clothes and feel uncomfortable with all these, like, some pants have, like, six buttons, too. And I'm like, who designed this? It's like a torture chamber. And there's nothing worse than those six buttons and you having to sit down, you feel like a busted can of biscuits and you're just like, (laughs) some of your skin is coming out from in between the buttons. You're like (laughs) pushing it back in. (laughs) Yes. Why are you describing my life right now? What's funny to me is that there are definitely people who have no idea what that's like. And I'm over here like, Mm -hmm. listen, come let me spend like five months at my house let me feed you and you'll let me know (laughs) oh yes 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 okay gayest (laughs) book you've read this week oh okay i really need you to read cantoras because i finished i finished it today i've never read anything so gay in my life like and the way and it's not like erotic it's it's very erotic but in like this really like sensual and beautiful way where they're describing like sex in women's bodies and so it's not like pornographic really but it was so 
I mean, like it, it is, but not like. And, and it, I get want to read this out loud in a dramatic reading. Yes, I took like several pictures of paragraphs because I want to remember them, but also some of their descriptions of like women loving women were just so beautiful that I want to like tattoo them on my face. Um, <laughs> it like broke my heart, but I also love all of them. So I just, it was so beautiful. And I don't ever like feel that strongly about things. I'm like, yeah, I really like this. Okay. But I would probably read that like over and over and over. Okay. Because I, everyone has said that and it mm-hmm. is on my list. It's on my list for this month. Um, and I keep like, I just have books in front of it and I'm like, okay, no, no, no. You've got to get through this book. Okay. No, no, no. no. you got to get through this book. Yeah, I know. It's worth it. I think you will love it because of how gay it is. Um, I've got to quit gay screaming about books. Like I'm right now gay screaming about plain bad heroines and someone had the audacity to message me today and be like, um, are all the books that you scream about going to be gay or what? <laughs> and I was like, yes. yeah. Welcome to this account. Are you new here? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. Yes. 100%. Listen, put that headphone in your ear. I can hear it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it just keeps falling out. I have small I have small ears. Is there Actually, anyone out there who has like small ear earphones for Sam? Right. We're gonna so start sorry. a we're gonna start a GoFundMe to get Sam like uh her own laptop <laughs> so she can get a, a microphone. Right. She doesn't have to right. lean against the wall and hold the phone up for like two hours. <laughs> Mom's gonna be so tired. Sam is our, okay. our podcast grandma. But what are you what gay book are you reading? I already know. Um, I'm reading Plain Bad Heroines. Oh dear God, it's so wonderful. Um, I okay. love it. I love it so much. It is spooky, but mm-hmm. it's not to the point that like I'm terrified. Like yeah. it is just like a good spook. And I am loving how gay it is. Like yeah. there they're not like apologetic about it everyone is gay in this book like everyone and i'm here for it like so here for every character is gay and they like have to mention if a character isn't which i don't think they do because everyone is gay but like everyone yeah it's such a good book and we might be talking to miss emily danforth in two weeks I cannot wait. I know. Well, it'll um, be two weeks from this episode, but we are talking to her pretty soon. <laughs> I cannot wait to have, like, to ask her questions because I have so many. Um, one, how did she do every lesbian stereotype? That's my question. That's a good one. And also, like, how difficult was it to write, like, four different timelines, I feel like? And they're Seamlessly. all going- yeah, they're yes. all good. How do you do that and not, like, let one flop miserably? Okay, but I I feel like I have questions for you about it, and I don't want to ask you just yet because I know I don't want to ruin anything. But I definitely have a favorite character, and I feel like I am that character. Is it? No. Is it Harper? No. no I, feel, I feel like I'm Libby. Oh, okay. I can see Libby. I actually, you know, I think when I was reading that, I thought that because I was like, oh, she's like the school teacher headmaster. Like she's really like fun. Cares like, about her, her students. Um, super gay. Super gay. <laughs> <laughs> that is you. 
So, okay, when you guys read it, tell me what you think about Livy. Get back at us. Thank you, thank you. Um, but, oh, my gosh. Okay, so I'm really excited about this today's episode because I'm ready to ask you all the hard-hitting questions. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we're finally doing another Q&A after – I guess it's been – like two and a half months since we first started. Right. I was telling um, my friend today, I was like, oh my gosh, like we haven't done this in like a month. Oh. And she she was like, I think you've had this podcast longer than a month. And I was like, huh. I guess you're right. Yeah. July was when that episode went up. That's crazy. And somehow it's October 3rd. And you know what day it is? We are what still is kicking. What is the October? Uh-oh. Oh, on October 3rd, October 3rd. He asked me what day it was. And I said, it's October 3rd. (laughs) Name that movie. Uh, If no one knows that movie from that quote, then that's just That's on you. I feel like like JG doesn't know it. Yeah, but it's because they're baby. No, it's because they don't watch (laughs) movies. Um, We'll see. They might surprise us. JG, I want you to get at us and tell us what you think. Did Um, you know? Did you know the movie, JG? Did you? That's the truth. That's the truth. Okay. So how do we want to do this? Do you want to start? Do you want me to start? You know, I'm going to start. I'm going to ask okay. you the first question. We can go back and forth. Okay. Um, ready. So Sam, your followers want to know, where did you go to college and how was your college experience? Oh, dear God. Um. Okay. So this is might shock some people. I went to a very Christian college in Florida. Mm. It was called Southeastern. Um, <clears throat> I was a rebel. I was talking today. Like, I met up with a college roommate today. And she was like, honestly, it doesn't surprise me. Like, <laughs> this you're is gay? your life. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, like, laughing at her. Um, and she was like, you are the same. Like, the same. Like, and I was like, okay. So, I definitely had some wild times, some fun times. I could picture um, you being wild. Really? Yeah, <laughs> like, I feel like maybe people wouldn't expect that of you, but I can totally see you, like, raging and, like, letting your hair down and, like, dancing all around parties and, like, not giving yes. a shit about anyone. Like, whipping people with my hair? Yeah, that did yeah, happen a few like, times. fully unaware of everyone, <laughs> but, like, having your best time on the dance floor, just, like, jamming out. I love it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, Alex, where did you go to college? I went to the University of South Florida, and I worked there, and I'm back in school there, and I've never left. So <laughs> go Bulls, I guess. <laughs> no, uh, no. Listen, that's legit. Tampa's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I, like, am low-key jealous. That's okay. if you live in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I will um, we'll move away one day, maybe. Oh, don't leave me too far, though. I probably won't. I say that, but I've never left, so here I'm I am. I'm just say. Okay, all right. So this, one of your followers, Abby, at Words. Oh, did you write down names? I guess I should have done that. <laughs> um, Abby and Dana asked, did you always want to be a social worker? Mm, okay, that's a good question. Also, Abby and Dana are wonderful, and they gave me, like, 12 questions. So I know. They gave me so some, great. too. Um. I did not, uh, mostly because I didn't really know what that was. When I, when I started college, I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be um, a special education teacher. Okay, I can still see you as a teacher. Yeah, so I really, 
ultimately, I wish I just stayed that course. But when I was graduating high school, all of my teachers were like, don't be a teacher. Like, they don't get paid anything. Do something like, I mean, it's a little insulting, but they were like, do something like that you can use your brain more for. And I'm like, yeah. uh, I feel like you sh- you could be smart and be a te- like teachers are smart. I don't mm-hmm. I don't understand that. But I was like, so I started college my first semester and I was taking some like just basic college classes and I took a psychology class and I've always loved psychology. So I was like, well, maybe they're right and I won't make any money and I'll be miserable. So I switched my major to psychology and then I didn't really know what to do with that. So as I was in undergrad, I worked in a research lab for a social worker who's doing research on like trauma. Um, I don't even remember what it was now, but she is the one who even made me realize social work was a career and kind of told me about social work and that clinic, like PhD programs for psychology are so hard to get into, but like Mm -hmm. a social work master's program is so general and broad and you can work in uh, many different settings. So I was like, oh, I'll do that. So then here I am, but now I'm trying to leave. So. Well, I would tell you that you can teach without a teaching degree. I do know that, but now I think I need to teach like college or something. Okay. I could totally see you doing that too. You'd be like a hot teacher, hot professor. Thank you so Mm. much. I don't, I just feel like it's the least intimidating grade. I get like, Unless I'm teaching children, I think high school and middle school is too intimidating for me. Um, But college students, I feel like they're paying to be there. They want to be in class. They don't have, like, teenager-y attitudes, even though I love teenagers. But they can be kind of, like, you know, assholes, so. They can be assholes. It's totally fine. Yeah. Um, I was telling – I was telling a story today that one of my kids was like, Miss Land, your eyes are the color of ugly rocks. (laughs) Thank you. Oh my God. See, like, I don't know that I could, I don't know that I could do that. I'm like, and I know they're just being like teenagers and it doesn't mean anything, but I think it would also hurt my sensitive feelings (laughs) that I keep locked down deep inside me. Like I'd go home and cry about it. I mean, you know, like here we are, like you just kind of have a better comeback. Be like, really? Like that's all you got? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. I applaud you for being brave with the middle schoolers. Um, okay, so describe the best birthday you've had so far, how old you were, how did you celebrate, whatever else. Best birthday. Okay, so when I turned 25, actually, it's kind of sad, but it, it like, has such a special memory to me. Um, I lived in New York. I was away from my family. I was super homesick, and my birthday fell on Thanksgiving Day. So my mm-hmm. mom came to spend a couple of days with me before my birthday, but she had to fly out the day before my birthday. And so my, some of my friends from New York stole me and we went to the only like restaurant that was open near us. And it was like this diner and they sang to me Aww. and like the guy in the back went and bought like a Duncan Hines like cake mix and made me a cake it was just like such I like look back and I'm like that was such a like it made me feel so special right and I remember us coming back and I think like we we watched like Lord of the Rings and we just had a good time and so that's one of my favorite birthdays that's a sweet memory I love that Mm -hmm. 
me too. And like, I mean, I've had really good birthdays, but that's always like one that like, I think I will tell my kids about, you know? Yeah. Or my cool nephews and nieces. <laughs> Whoever, you know. whatever Whoever. child wanders by. Hey, <laughs> that sit button. down. Let me tell you about Sam's 25th birthday. There we go. Okay. <laughs> All right. This one comes from Tracy. Ah, Tracy. At Tracy Catherine Reed. <laughs> and she says, you can choose to live anywhere. Where are you going to go? Ooh. Um, I mean, right now, I think we need to get out of the U.S. ASAP. Honestly. Okay. I have, like, two <laughs> answers. Like, if I didn't have anyone around, I would, like, move to Italy, live on the coast there, like, Heck in a yeah. tiny little shack. I don't care. Like, but, Yes. Except for that was Uruguay. So, um... <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know where we were. I didn't know where we were. <laughs> sort of. Um, but honestly, I feel like I – one of the reasons I don't move is because I love the people here, like my friends. Mm-hmm. So I just – if if we all decided to up and move together, I don't care where we'd go because, like, they'd all be around. So right, I'd have to take yeah. my people with me. You're the best. Like, what a gym. I'll what never gym. say that to their faces. I'd be like, I'm leaving all of you. But Dom, Tabs, if you're listening, Kyle, you have to I come mean with it. Us. I'm running away. Um, I was talking to Jess over at Lionhearted Words, and I was like, so can we just all pack up and go to Canada and live in one town together? Like, yeah, all the create day, like, a gay series. town that like i'm here for it that's my actual dream if we could have like a lake and then mountains and then you have all the seasons and it's just like this gay compound with all of your gay friends right and our dogs oh my gosh what a beautiful moment what a beautiful moment let's go there i'll be like the we can have a bookshop and a bakery and like a restaurant of ours that's all we need yes i'm in i'm in in a target Uh, yeah definitely a target (laughs) We have, like, all these local things and then one Target that we all work at. (laughs) Okay, Sam, let's see. Um, I feel like all of these questions are good, so I just don't know what to I know, same. Okay, I'll ask this one. What is your love language in relationships and with friendships? Oh, this one's hard. Oh, this one's really hard. I wrote Um, this one. This one's from me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say that my love language in relationships are very different than in friendships. Like if Mm -hmm. I'm dating someone, I really need words of affirmation. Like I need to feel validated. I need you to tell me like, like, I just need you to be vocal with me. Communication. Um, in friendships, I feel like quality time. Yeah. Like if you're going to spend time with me, like that just means so much to me um so is the way is the way that you want people to like the way that you receive love also the way you give love to those people or do you have different ones um and see that's interesting so I feel like I definitely give words of affirmation for both like I feel like I'm very much a words of affirmation Mm -hmm. um but I definitely try to do quality time as well for both like my time is really precious, so if I'm giving it to you, that sounds really cocky. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if I'm I get giving it, you my time, like, that means, like, you're special to me, or I'm just going to bail on you like every other millennial. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Go millennials. Know? Yeah. I mean, very true. I get that. 
Okay, are you right? Wait, what's your love language? Um, in general, it's definitely words of affirmation, and I really like. Uh, so I struggle between like because everyone hates like the gifts received, but in my mind, like the gifts received one is like I saw this and I thought of you, or I wanted mm-hmm. to send you something to make you happy. It's not like I'm sitting here thinking, thinking like everyone needs to buy me presents because right. I and in general, like I don't even feel like other people have to do that. That's kind of how that plus words of affirmation is how I would show my love to people. Like this made me mm-hmm. think of you or I'm writing this little note and putting it in your lunchbox or I'm sending you this text message, Ugh. like things like that, because that's what I think is special. And I'm like this really nostalgic person where I've kept like every note I've ever gotten from high school. Like I have binders Same. full of notes because it just means those things mean a lot to me. So I like to like send or give tangible things with like words or like a cute little gift because it reminded me of that person. Um, But, and I think in relationships, but I, but that's a lot. That's like in general in relationships, as I've gotten older, now it's like acts of service. Like, Mm -hmm. because you know, I'm, I'm working, we're all working all day, but it's nice to come home and have things like, oh, this person cleaned for you and they put stuff away and dinner's ready and not have to like ask or Mm -hmm. do And and that's not every day. Like I don't expect that every day, but it is really nice when other people do that because they're thinking like, oh, let me help this person out. So it changes, but it's really not, I don't need like a lot of physical touch or quality time, (laughs) which is, I always date or am friends with people who do. So I have to learn how to it's hard because like I, that's the stuff that I like is obviously what comes easy to me, but I know that other people need other mm-hmm. things. So I have to be like, just cause I want to, I want to write you a nice note. Like you would rather me like come hang out with you for three hours. And so I need to remember to do that and not just what I would do. I will also say physical touch is a big thing. Like I want to be touched. I am. A, um, I think we had this conversation once like, I'm very aware of someone touching me. Mm-hmm. And if I want you to touch me, like I'm aware of you brushing me. I'm aware of you like, and like, I love to cuddle with someone that like, I am, you know, like choosing to cuddle with. <laughs> right. Um, and so physical touch is a big one. And I feel like I'm very, I'm a big physical touch. Like I'm going to rub your back. I'm going to like mm-hmm. give your hand a squeeze or your arm a squeeze or, you know, like, and I do that in relationships and in friendships, in friendship, like yeah. I'm very much like a toucher. That one's a good gauge of like how close I feel to someone because I'm not a toucher. But if you're like one of my people, then I will like randomly like brush by you or want to like <laughs> get close. But otherwise, like I don't touch you. So, you know, you're like my True. inner circle when I willingly and initiate the touching. Got Otherwise, it. I'm Got like, it. leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> leave me alone. No, thank you. That's not for me. Um, okay. Are you ready? This yes. one comes from Mel. Oh, Mel. I know. I love Mel. Okay. So what do you love most about yourself? Huh. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um... I would say that I love that I love to learn things. Um, Mm -hmm. I always want to keep learning and I never think that I know enough about anything, even if in my head I'm like, 
you know, even if other people might be like, oh, you could be like the expert on this topic. I never think that. Like, I want to know more about everything because I don't think anyone's ever done learning. So I'm really grateful that I have a brain that wants to keep learning and is never satisfied with a stopping point. Well, I love that. I love that. Um, One thing I love about you is that you (laughs) – sorry, I'm going to add to this – that you are so good about making sure that little details are done. Um, (laughs) I'm not a detailed person. And so I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And then like, you just are very much like behind the scenes person that I feel like doesn't get enough credit for what you do. Listen, that's all right. Because I love that you keep me young and free. Do I? Because I feel like I'm like, hey, Allie. (laughs) (laughs) No, I appreciate, I'm very, I have the tendency to be very rigid. So making sure that I surround myself with people who are not that way helps me, even if it takes me a little while, like remember that things are allowed to like change and be flexible and like you're allowed to do something different or, or drop all your plans and do something else. And that's just like my brain has to, if, if I was left on my own and be like, here's, here's the schedule and this is what we're doing. <laughs> and, and if Tab was here, she'd probably be screaming from the living room like, can confirm because I'm always like yelling at her if we're like even a little bit late I'm like we gotta go we gotta get in the car we gotta go we gotta go we gotta get like we need to go (laughs) she's like relax and I'm like no we need to go now (laughs) right now excuse me we said 603 it is now 557 we have to leave we're already late we're late (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I love that about you well look at us go wow this is so nice (laughs) okay I want us to do this all the time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't mind complimenting people. I feel awkward sometimes when people compliment me, but. Oh, yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. Like today, someone said I had pretty eyes, and I was like, Shut they're the rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, really? Because I heard they're as dirty as rocks. So <laughs> who's lying here? My seventh grader or you? <laughs> for sure. Okay, what is. Oh, no, that's not what I wanted to say. If you had to choose a different career, what would it have been? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think I'm one of those that I would choose 18 different careers. Like, I would have loved to have been, like, a screenwriter for, like, a show, like a sitcom. Mm -hmm. I think I'd be really good at that. Um, I think I'd want to be a writer. Um, I think I would love to pick out clothes for people to be someone's like personal like shopper oh that's a good one right I feel like I could do that you might all be wearing joggers but you know what you'll thank me about it (laughs) you're so funny (laughs) um I would love to own a bookshop that is in goals is to own a bookshop yeah I think to myself I'm like I like life is crazy so I don't know that I do it now but if I ever have a time in my life where I don't have to kill myself working 40 hours a week, I would love to work a couple days a week in like a bookstore, like an indie yes. bookstore, not like a big chain. I love that. That would be something I would do that I think I would love instead of like going to work because I have to. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so this one comes from Sting. Um, I was Alex. like, Alex, okay. Um. What is it like having so much top energy? 
I don't know. Um, I feel like you all have a different opinion of me than other people might. Um, <laughs> I think it is funny. That's what I think. <laughs> I also it think I'm not single. Funny. So because I'm not single, it's easier to project a lot of confidence because I don't have to date people. So it's really easy to be like, guys, just do this. Like, what the fuck does it matter? When like, if that was actually me, I'd probably be like, I'm not doing that. You're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, it makes me laugh. Like, I feel like I am a bottom. Um, I project that bottom energy for us all. <laughs> and I love when you're like, okay, so you should just do this, this, and this. And I'm like, what? You send like 10 texts like, no, 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 no way. No, can't, no. Like 17 big eye blush emojis. And I'm like, well, just do it. Just get naked. <laughs> no. Just walk no. in with your tits out, Sam. <laughs> That's the title of this episode. Walk in with your tits out. <laughs> Woo. Bless them. They, they hang in today, you know. You know um, what? They should always be free. Don't put those suckers <laughs> behind bars. <laughs> that is the truth this is that... the book to gaze tagline let your tits out let your tits out <laughs> Ooh, i have a question but no from... it's my turn oh okay <laughs> you just asked sting's question remember oh yeah that's right that's we just right. got sidetracked with the tits thing <laughs> um okay sam um what is your favorite tv show and they made sure to say that the l word and the l word reboot do not count Oh, who asked this question? Oh, you don't remember. Abby and Dana, I think. they asked, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was them, but I could be wrong. Um, okay. I, mm, I have a few. Okay. Um, when I am sad, or not even sad, when I am stressed, when I'm sad, when I want something in the background, when anything like that, I throw on Parks and Rec. It Ooh, is my yes. favorite show of all time. Leslie Nope is my spirit animal mm-hmm. um, with a little bit of like Donna Meagle sprinkled in. Um, <laughs> like I just love Parks. <laughs> I love Parks and Rec. Um, I, mm, I stand by that Parks and Rec for sure. But I did just finish Pose. Have you watched Pose? Um, I watched the first season, but I need to like, but I love it. I need to keep up with it. Obviously I just get signed I- I really feel like that went in, like, my top five. Oh, and Haunting on Hill House. I've made everybody in my life watch that show. The second like, season comes out next Friday. I am so ready. Except Me too. I'm really scared. That's all I'm doing all weekend. So I'm glad we're recording on Wednesday and getting it over with so I can just binge it all weekend. Um, Your girl's going to be in Plant City in Tampa next weekend. You? Mm-hmm. Where? Why? Um, I'm going to Screamageddon. <gasps> I haven't been, but I want to go so bad. Buy your ticket and go with me. What day are you going? Friday night. You know Surprise. what? Surprise. <laughs> I was out of town all weekend, so. Do it. Come with me. I should. <laughs> We've now sidetracked <laughs> into, like, making <laughs> IRL plans. Okay, let me, like, look at my schedule this week and see if okay. I can leave early. Um, I closed out, I closed out of the questions did i ask <laughs> did i ask you the yeah last you one? just asked a question okay, Ooh, okay what's your favorite what's your favorite show though um i guess it would depend 
I'm like, I feel like you really have to be specific because I have like six that I could watch over and over and over and never get sick of. And I, I watch a lot of like, okay, so I guess like my all time favorites would be like Criminal Minds, Friends, The Office, Gilmore Girls, One Tree Hill. <laughs> One Tree Hill. <laughs> throw in i'm trying to think of what but those are really like the off oh i love community too oh i love community that's my oh, brother's funny. favorite show oh, your brother has good taste he does he does sweet baby <laughs> um okay oh question for you mm-hmm. this is coming from tabs oh great Will you have babies with me? And can we name them music-centric names? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> she's so funny. I actually just yelled at her the other day. Not like a real serious yell, but she goes back and forth between like she – we both want kids, but she'll have like moments, periods of time where she like panics and she's like, it's too expensive. You know, maybe I'd be okay never having kids. And I'm sitting here like – well, what the fuck? Like, I want a kid. And then, like, the other day, her one of her best friends just had a baby. So she took the day to, like, go work from home over there. And all she did was hold this, like, newborn. And she's texting me all day, like, I want a baby. I want a baby. And I was like, okay, well, last week you didn't. So, like, where are we? Um, are we having a baby tomorrow? Like, <laughs> she – we do disagree on names a lot, though, because she wants to name – oh, God, what is it? Like, Rocco – and I'm like, no, Rocco? that's a name for an animal. And okay, I'm just, this is, this is not Rocco's modern life. I know. She's like, well, that's <laughs> a, it's, a, it's an Italian name. I was like, I don't care. That's not the name of any child of mine. So. <laughs> Rocco. I'm a tough person to like, try to make a decision with. Cause if I don't like it, it just won't happen. <laughs> um, I'm a fan of old school names. Like I love a good old school name. Me too. I also like typically like boy. I like boy names for girls like Frankie and Stevie. I think those are so cute. Okay, those are cute. But I have one boy name that I'm like, why? I, it doesn't sound like a girl to me. What? James. Oh, see, I like have seen a few girls named James, and I think it's cool. And I'm like, I, that's the one I can't get down with. And but I'm I don't like, like I don't... boys named that. I think boys named James and Frankie and Steve are like too plain. But, like, girls with those names, I'm, like, cute. That's really cute. I'm here for it. Thank you. Thank you. I have a boy in my fifth period named Braylon. Mm. And I have a girl in my fifth period named Braylon. And so it's super awkward because I'll be those like, Braylon. So country. <laughs> and they both look at me and I'm, like, boy Braylon. And he's, like, yo, what up? Yo, what up? <laughs> I bet you, um, does he, like, secretly hate that there's a girl named Braylon? I yes. feel like for seventh graders, that's tough. Like, you have a girl's name. Yes. And then in, like, my third period, I have four, four kids named Jaden. And one of them's a girl and three are boys. And I always feel very sorry. Ugh, are they him. all spelled different? No, they're all spelled the same. I feel like people get really creative with their spellings nowadays. That's true. That's There's true. a lot of extra E's thrown in. You know what? More power to you. But sometimes you just got to keep it where it is. Okay. Keep it where it is. Um, Sam, tell me one big lesson from your first, like, real big relationship. Um, Not to imply your other relationships aren't real, but, you know, like that first one. My first. Okay, meaningful. So first we- meaningful relationship. Um. Are we talking about, like, with 
like my first meaningful gay relationship or like the first uh, we're gonna count that because I feel like that's you know whatever is the most meaning the first meaningful one to you um that you can't lose yourself Mm. like I think I was just really so excited to be with a girl for the first time and like she was really knowledgeable like she'd been with a girl like she had came out when she was 14 and so she was on very different pages than I was Mm. and I wish that I would have been okay with like being myself and not trying to impress her so much yeah because looking back like I don't know that she ever got to like really know me I think she was getting to know like a a version of me that like I projected to be cool yeah and um so yeah don't like lose yourself I feel like that can happen in either like first or new to new relationships is that mm-hmm. people get so wrapped up in that like oh my god finally that yes they forget like you're two individual people and you don't have to combine into one person and forget all of your own likes and dislikes and like interest and relate like other friends right. like you you can be two separate people in one relationship in that part like you like grow better that way like <clears throat> don't give up something that you love you know mm-hmm. or things that you love um, okay, question. Are you ready? Yes. So, this is coming from JG. What would you say to a younger version of yourself? Um, I would say, hello. You're, <laughs> just, hello. As, you're just as cool as you thought you were going to be. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that one's really difficult. I feel like I would need time to think of something like, intelligent but honestly I would just say like listen to your like listen to your gut follow your own instincts don't do things that you think you need to to like make other people happy or proud of you like do Mm -hmm. do the things that will make you the most proud and happy don't settle for things don't settle for like good enough things there's better out there you know all those I agree I agree nice things that you would say and nothing like really specific but um I would also tell my past self baby don't get bangs <laughs> I thought that sentence was like gonna be baby don't get banged and I'm like that's <laughs> a weird thing to say to younger you um do you really mean that but yeah <laughs> but you want bangs what I know it's, oh, it's- so you're just trying to convince your present day and your past self not to get bangs <laughs> It's a, it's a whole process. It's a whole process. Like, didn't you literally just message us the other day saying, I want to cut my hair and get bangs? Yes. <laughs> then, um, I read a whole, like, a meme the other day that was like, um, these, it said something like, these bitches think just by cutting their hair, they're a whole new woman. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get bangs again. And this is it. This is when it works for me. I'm a you new Sam. I'm End a new of 2020 Sam. Sam. <laughs> That's so funny. I can definitely see that being you. Um, Surprise. You know, 2020 was hard for all of us, babe. Hard for all of us. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to modify this question and say, who is your fictional book crush? Oh, you know. 
you know. Is it someone from your book you're currently reading? Okay, no. Oh, is it um Joe? It's Joe. Okay. <laughs> it took me a second, but I'm like, wait a second. What's the book that Sam loves more than any other book in the whole world? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Meryl. Uh, <laughs> no, I love Joe from Something to Talk About. Actually, okay, plot twist. Someone gave it a bad rating on Bookstagram. And y'all, y'all don't even know. I thought I was going to kill him. Like, I was like, follow them? Do you know them? Yes, I do. And I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. Did they tag, like, did they intentionally seek you out to tell you they were leaving a bad review? No. Okay. So, like, they didn't tag me. They didn't tag anybody else. Like, I'm the author. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Um, (laughs) how, how dare you fucking hate my, my book? Um, (laughs) but yeah like they commented and they were like um it just didn't work for me like the slow burn was too much like I dnf'd it and I was like I'll burn your fucking house down do you hear me like did you think you owned a house because you don't anymore dnfing books is interesting because like I'm fully supportive of it but I only dnf a book if it's like actually terrible like either super problematic or written really badly like the one yes you know which one I dnf'd recently Yes, I do. Um, but I don't like if it even if it's like a trope or some kind of plot that doesn't work for me, I'll still read it. Like it is hard for me. Um, unless it's problematic or I can't get through it, I will put it down. But it in my head, as long as it's not problematic, like I put it down to come back to. Like yeah. it is not a DNF forever. It's just a DNF for right now. Yeah, like you're not in the right mood. And I don't think mm-hmm. something to talk about like I get it is a serious slow burn, so it's not for everyone, but it's not, like, bad. Right. You don't get to give it two stars. No. Or three. Just don't give it any stars. That's rude. You're tearing down the rating. I will burn your house down. Burn it. Burn it to the ground. Oh, okay. Are you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. This is from me. Your house is burning. Your house is burning. Mm -hmm. What three books do you save? Three books. Um, that's a good one right shit okay so I'm gonna save my copy of A Little Princess because that's like my childhood fave mm-hmm. I'm gonna save oh shit this is hard this is like impossible I probably actually would save Cantoris if I had to save like one gay book like super gay book and then I would probably save Cerulean C because it's so sweet that I could read mm-hmm. it forever and never get bored of it. Um so Cerulean C would be mine. Um I would save I have a book that my grandmother gave me and it is a book of like childhood stories that she used to read to me when I was younger. Oh. And then I would save Mm, like what is one book that like because you know for for the most part like I give I give away my books like once I'm done reading like I'm noticing that about you I can't like I just don't have bookshelves yeah that's really a nice thing to do though um but those are two and then I think oh I would say mostly dead things I loved that book oh yeah Mm -hmm. you have to yeah because it's Florida man yeah it's Florida it really okay. is. Okay. I stand by this. Um, so do you think we should save the rest of the questions for our next yes, yes. 
Mm -hmm. Um, I will say we're posting this, obviously, like you guys are listening to it, but there's also going to be a small author interview that's a separate bonus episode. So look for that if you're interested. And then we have um, some an author interview this month with Emily Danforth. We are talking to a TikToker next week who may or may not be writing a book. I don't really know for sure. Um, And (laughs) I mean, I'll know when we talk to her, but I think that's what she's doing. And then we're going to talk at the end of October to my in real life friend, Eli, about um, JK Rowling and her very problematic and transphobic comments. And he is a member of the transgender community and has some thoughts to share with us about how her words directly harm his community and um, what we can do to be better allies moving forward. I'm so excited about that conversation. Like, I feel like it's something that doesn't need to be brushed under the rug. I think it's something that we need to keep fighting for and keep talking about. Uh, Yeah, I think we should normalize, like, loving books, but when we learn that the author or the book may be problematic, that we don't continue to promote them and support them, whether you want to love them in private or not. But remembering that our money and our platforms do actually benefit the authors and the books. So we don't want to harm people that are saying those books are harmful. And Eli is a really um, big advocate for the LGBTQ plus community. Um, He's also very active on TikTok. So (laughs) maybe he can talk to us about that. I love it. Yay. Dude, I love me some TikToks. I'm here for it. Yeah, I recently got like re-engaged in TikTok and now I can't stop watching and I need to like stop. Um, same, same. All right. Well, guys, we are super looking forward to you next week. Cheers, queers. Cheers, queers.